The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. We know each other. He's a friend from work. The revolution has begun. High five. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of Nerds and Beer. Nobody's, I was gonna say nobody's gonna sing. <laughs> oh, we got three three vocals. Yes. So I think uh, we have the gang all here today. We've got McClunky, we've got myself, Cash, we've got Joe Crash, uh, we've got Nines and Buckets in the house, right? Yeah, we have the whole we have the whole fam family. So I think we should. Uh, it's only fitting because uh, you know Nines is here. We should start this episode with an impersonation. Nines, go. Oh come on. What should I do? Um, what do you think she should cash? Uh, I'd opt for a Lando or a Michael Scott. Lando, okay. Hey there, Chewbacca. Still hanging around with this loser? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That was just for you. That That was was low effort. That was pretty good, though. We'll accept it. Thank you. Do your Sicilian voice. Do the what voice? It's a impression that her and Madison do around the house, and they fight back and forth with this voice. It's called Sue Dillon. Go, go ahead, Emily. Say something, in Sue Dillon. Hi, my name is Sue Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> when Maddie's in the room in a minute, they can have an argument. It's quite slash entertaining slash obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. This just in, McClunky is drinking some wine now. I thought you said wine at first. I'm like, whoa, McClunky. <laughs> He's hitting the bottle hard yeah, at noon. Barely noon on a Monday. Yep. <laughs> it's been a rough week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a quick, quick story to tell that reminded me of something you and I did way back in the day. But last Friday, um, Nines and Buckets went to a movie in Mackinac City um, during the day with one of their friends. They went to see the Minions movie in Mackinac City. And they went at, um, what time of day was it? 1.30. 1.30 in the afternoon to Minions. And they were the only people in the theater <laughs> at the time nice. to watch Minions on a Friday at 1.30. And they were shocked by this. And they um, recorded um, Buckets uh, doing the worm on the floor. <laughs> in the theater and yes. doing various other goofy shit um, and it reminded me of when you and I used to go to the movies like during the day when no one else was there mm-hmm. man those are the good old days yeah eating Taco Bell and drinking beer watching Spider-Man <laughs> and that was before theaters actually served beer yes it was <laughs> and, and they did not serve Taco Bell either Mm-mm. yeah Man, just hearing that combination now makes my stomach churn. Yeah, it sounds really <laughs> gross to me. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, we haven't recorded in a little bit, so there's been a lot of stuff that's come out. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder's come out. Uh, we finally got around to watching all six episodes of Miss Marvel. Nice. So we thought that was pretty good. Um, and then they did uh, the San Diego Comic-Con, and they released a bunch of announcements for upcoming marvel projects and everything so we can kind of hit on all that if you guys want to holy crap did they release a ton of stuff 
I was thinking last week um, when we were getting ready to attempt to record and it didn't quite work out um, of how spoiled we are right now with all the content out there. Like we used to have to wait like, oh, my God, we have to wait a year and a half for something. Or, oh, my God, we got to wait five years for this movie. And now there's literally something out. It seems like every month there's something new. Yeah, and I mean, they've made a ton of announcements, but I'm super excited that some of these announcements are longer than six or seven episodes, too. We've got, uh, what was it, 18 episodes of Daredevil that was announced. Yeah, that's pretty ambitious. So I'm pretty excited about that. I wonder if they'll, like, when they release that Daredevil series, do you think they'll do it, like, a weekly episodic? Or I kind of thought that maybe they'll... Um, do it in like three chunks they'll do like a drop of you know six episodes and then like a month later do six more and then a month later do six more i don't know i think that they'll stick with their weekly release schedule or how they do it and you know in the first week you might get a couple at once Mm -hmm. Um, but i think disney will stick with the one one episode a week thing because that seems to be for them yeah i hope so i like the weekly episodic stuff That'll be like 18 weeks of Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. 18 weeks of Daredevil would be pretty that's, awesome, wouldn't it? That's badass. So, and then the the trailers, or not the trailers, the uh, posters and everything are being released right now. And we did get like a brief glimpse of Daredevil, who's rumored to be in She-Hulk. Um, and, you know, a lot of the fans are saying, and they're saying on the trailer, or the, excuse me, I keep misspeaking here, the poster that it's the original Daredevil suit, like the yellow. Oh, that's what they're going to be going with, I guess, or he'll be wearing it for for part of it, like the original yellow and black suit. I would be down with that. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that. And it's going to be a continuation of the Netflix series from what I understand. It's not just going to be like a whole new story. It's just going to be picking up where they left off. Well, I'm glad you said that. That was going to be my next question to you guys is, do you think it will be a continuation of of what we've already saw or will it be like a you know, a retelling, you know, with the same, with the same actors, but you, you think it's going to be a continuation? Yeah. I seem to recall like hearing that somewhere and I don't know if it was in the announcement or, you know, if it was uh, talk after it was released or, you know, the announcement was made, but I do believe that it's going to be a continuation of what they've already done. I hope so. Just um, to me um, having it, if, if you, retold it just with the same actors yeah that would be cool because we like those actors but it would be such a waste because those first few seasons of daredevil were so good like they did a a really good job storytelling and i could be kind of a waste to scrap those yeah it's it'll be i'll be interested to see because we've already had if it's picking up where the other one left off um you know, we've already had the Defenders, so I'd be interested to see if they bring back all the actors from the, the Netflix shows mm-hmm. and have them, like, appear or make cameos at some point. Um, so, I don't know. And with Disney taking it over and, you know, the speculation that he's going to be in the yellow-black suit, original suit or whatever, a lot of hope that, you know, we might actually get an Iron Fist that will be somewhat similar to, like, the original Iron Fist, like the mm-hmm. comic-accurate one. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I was super excited for that show when it was on Netflix, and I didn't think it was horrible, but man, they did they did it wrong, I think. Yeah, as far as Iron Fist, it was definitely my least favorite of the the Netflix shows, but I think that I think there was 
so little there. <laughs> That's kind of an insult um, to it, but it's not really meant as one. The, there wasn't that much substance that they couldn't take that character and tweak it enough to make it worthwhile or at mm-hmm. least make it usable um, without scrapping it totally. And, and there just, to me, really wasn't a ton of substance in that. Uh, but the other Netflix series, I liked, um, I really liked Jessica Jones. Um, I I thought parts of Luke Cage were really good. Um, parts of it were meh. But again, I think there's enough there that you could take that character and still use it without scrapping it. I have a, I have a confession to make. No, oh, no. What is it? <laughs> I haven't watched all of Jessica Jones or Luke what? Cage. What? <laughs> Jessica Jones is okay. Daredevil. Okay, I'm. I have to amend this before I even say it. Daredevil is clearly the best. I was gonna say Jessica Jones is the second best, but Punisher I think is probably. Now that I think of it, the second best of the series, and then Jessica Jones, then Luke Cage, then Iron Fist. Yeah, I I will agree with Daredevil number one, Punisher number two. Uh, I enjoyed both those series immensely so um but yeah i don't know what it is jessica jones i started it i think i made it through maybe half the the first season was there only one season of that no there was there was two there was two so i think i made it through the half of the first season and then i just kind of like got busy doing other things and never went back to it and it hasn't really like you know how can you not jessica jones i mean number one it's good writing and good storytelling Number two, she's the daughter of John Ritter. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, I just never went back to it. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. We'll be waiting for you. McClunky, what are you looking at? Oh, he's across the Spider Verse. He's talking about. All right. So uh, it, the announcements from the San Diego Comic Con is there one in particular, that your group over there is super excited about? Oh, God. As far as new stuff that we didn't know was coming out? Yeah. There was so much. Um, Yeah, so let's, like, some of the ones that were announced. uh, Obviously, we knew Ant-Man, Quantumania was coming out, Secret Invasion, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we have the Marvels. I'm excited. New Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, New Captain America. They announced that. Yeah. I'm excited for that one, too. Um, The one I'm most excited for that I didn't already know about is probably the Secret Wars. Not Secret Invasion, because we already did know Secret Invasion was coming. But the Avengers Secret Wars, which I think is close to last on the Phase 6, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Phase um, six, I think, has two Avengers: uh, Secret Wars and then the Kang Dynasty. Yeah, I think Secret Wars is the second of the two. I think that's probably the one I'm most looking forward to, just because it was such a revolutionary like story in the comics that I can only imagine what they'll do with it in live action. Right. Yeah. So i I was pretty surprised that we were getting two Avengers movies in that phase. They're probably going to push back Secret Wars because they never unveiled any like X Men stuff, and aren't the X Men like a big part of the Secret can you, Wars? Can you hear McClunky? Yeah, yep, and I agree with them. I think that Secret Wars is probably going to be at the end just because um, a lot of the characters that they'll use in it we haven't met yet. Like there'll be the X Men in there, there'll be the Fantastic Four, 
Like it'll be Secret Wars is gonna be an end game level like crossover. It'll have everybody in it. Do you guys think that we will get the introduction of the X-Men prior to that? Or do you think that they'll use that as the opportunity to bring them in in that movie? No, I think we're going to get bits and pieces of them in that. Probably a tiny bit here and there in Phase 5. And then we'll get... I bet we're going to get an independent... Whether they'll call it the X-Men or whether it'll be something else. um, I think we're going to get an independent mutant movie sometime in there. So not to like kind of jump all around and stuff, but we'll go back to the announcements here in, in just a second. But I want to touch base on Miss Marvel now because with us watching it and I mean, we were pretty late to the game. It had been out for a while um, before we actually sat down and, you know, watched the whole thing. So your thoughts on the twist that they did at the end of Miss Marvel. What do you guys think of that? Uh, I really liked it. I Again, it's not a character that I... Um, was super familiar with. Like, I, I loosely knew the character and the origins and stuff like that. Um, but I kind of like that they tweaked it. Um, spoiler alert if you haven't watched Miss Marvel. Um, at the end, they um, make reference to her being... I, they didn't come out and say she was a mutant, but they said that she had a mutation. Um, and then they played a riff of the X-Men theme song in the background. Yeah, so the maybe- 90s. 90 Miss Marvel as the first um, mutant character in the MCU. And I'm cool with it. I think it's a, it's an interesting addition. Um, And she's not a character that has been around, you know, for 40 years that people will freak out that they changed her origin a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah. I thought it was a cool little twist of, uh, of the story and the character. But like you said, I don't know much about her. I, you know, played the Avengers video game that came out and got horrible reviews. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously her powers in that were a bit different too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of cool to see that they, you know, maybe tying this to the X-Men more than they would the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I thought it was a cool little twist. So, and I do think the, I think the tweak in her powers um, was done twofold. I think that, changing her powers a little bit so like in the comics she has stretchy like her her arms and legs could actually stretch and she could morph herself um making her powers in the series like more i don't know what you'd call it energy based or whatever you'd call that um i think is is to maybe distance themselves a bit from mr fantastic because we're going to see him you know in the next couple years more and that's the basis of his his powers and i think they didn't want confusion on that level like that yeah that's a good good call right there um talking to a longtime listener uh and and co-worker of mine takuma shout out to takuma takuma so he was saying that he really liked uh well i guess i don't know why i would say he really liked it but he he talked about how she um made that energy field around her like the armor around her based out of the like energy that the you know, the bracelet um, thing would, would give her and her powers mm-hmm. and, and the ability, like you said, to stretch and morph and do kind of different things. Now, he he referenced that it could be a similarity to uh, an old school X-Men character that used to do that as well. And I don't know. I can't remember what he said her name was, but he thought that they were kind of maybe 
putting a twist on her like that. Very well could be. I can't think of what there's so many X-Men characters that they I know, I know, and that's why I was like, oh, the name's eluding me right now. But very um, well I'm I'm curious as to like obviously, okay, they're they're making it that she is a mutant of some sort. Um, but also her powers are still somehow connected to um Captain Marvel, and there's some there's gotta be some um, connection to the Cree. Do you think like the that her powers just let her harness that energy, or like what's what's the deal with that? I really don't know, McClunky. What do you think? What was the question again? Do you think with her ties to Miss Marvel, do you think that she has some sort of connection to the Cree, or I don't know. I thought at first maybe, but I don't. I think they're going a separate direction than the Cree, maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Well, like I rewatched Captain Marvel the other day and like the the effects that they use around her hands and around her powers, like it is somewhat similar to the like the effects that they use around Captain Marvel. So I, I think there's gotta be somehow some link to that the bangle that she wears on her wrist. And obviously in the post credit scenes we see Again, spoiler alert, um, we see Brie Larson, you know, either appear there or her to take the form of, of Brie Larson or however mm-hmm. you want to view that post credit scene. Um, so there, there's a link somehow between the two of them. Yeah, and I'm still torn on that. I still can't decide if she morphs into Captain Marvel or if they, like, trade places. I think they trade that's kind of where I was leaning, but Joe, you made an interesting, I think it was you who made the interesting point. Shape-shifting type thing. At first, I thought she shape-shifted. Like, I thought that she took the form of Captain Marvel, and she was, like, shocked when she looked. She's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. But the, the more I look at it now, I think I'm on the the fence that you guys are on where they switch switch spots. Yeah. I think if they shapeshift, the bracelet isn't on her. Oh. Uh, so I think if they had, if she had shapeshifted, she still would have had that on her. Would still have the the bangle on her. Yeah. Okay, so when Captain Marvel appears, she's not wearing it. Yeah. Oh. I didn't even. Yeah, that. that's a good call. McClunky dropping knowledge. Yeah, good job, McClunky. Now that scene I kind of told you about it, Joe, was that that scene was actually shot by the director for the the Marvels movie. And it was a shot that they did while filming the movie and the actresses did not know where it was going to be used at. So um, they didn't know that it was going to be a post credit scene for Miss Marvel. So I think that's kind of interesting as well. So that is kind of cool. Um, now, shoot, where was I going with this? Oh, there, there is. A <laughs> I don't weigh in anywhere on this debate, but the whole time we watched um Miss Marvel, there was a recurring debate between Nines and Buckets um, on which team they were on. Do you guys want to weigh in on whose team you were on on Miss Marvel? Team Bruno. Right. Bruno. Team Bruno. Team Bruno, 100%. No one can change my mind. Team Bruno. Yep. They didn't like that. They tried to make, what was the other dude's name? Cameron? Yeah, Cameron. <laughs> that they tried to make the other guy the love interest. They were they were for Bruno the whole time. As it should uh, be. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the best friend. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it should be the best friend. Yeah, I agree yeah. You are so right. You are so right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was wondering if Cameron was supposed to be the rapper from the late nineties. <laughs> hey, ma. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think they tried to establish him as the love interest, but that furthers the plot. I think that he, in future projects, be more villainized. Yeah, overall, I thought it was a de- it was a decent series. It wasn't, um, you know, it was a good way to introduce a character. I know it took a lot of hits from the fans at first, but I think once they finished it and it wrapped up, I think it was it was um, accepted better. Yeah, I'll say so. I mean, it was an easy watch, really. I mean, you didn't have to put a lot of thought process into it. I like the. Uh, cinema side like the way they shot it i like the animations that took place on the screen you know right when when they were like walking through the city or things were happening and there was like the writing it had a very uh spider-man-ish feel to it mm-hmm. um i like that they tied in the damage control guys from spider-man and they're using peter's drones yeah they're using the drones like i thought all that was were subtle you know nods and a nice way to like wrap things into it mm-hmm. um I, overall, I was I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised with it. So, yeah, I think what you how, what you just said kind of captures captures it perfectly. It was a it was an easy watch. You know, you didn't have to you didn't have to invest a ton in it to enjoy it. It was it was worthwhile. Yeah, and the, the the funny thing about it was that when you watch it too, and you're expecting some big villain or some big you know good versus evil thing. You really didn't get that. It was basically just the introduction mm-hmm. of who she was and her developing her powers and learning them and stuff like that. So it was kind of crazy to, to see that because there was no real villain in it. Mm-hmm. I like that they went more through of like, I don't know, like, yeah, like what you said, like there isn't really a true villain because obviously who they had kind of as the villain figure gets killed off in the fifth episode. Yeah. Like, so it was more of an introduction type thing. Yeah. So I thought they did a good job with it. So moving on now back to the uh, the Comic Con stuff. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, the uh, Loki season two stuff? Have you heard much about that? I have not. Did they? Did we see a trailer at all or anything for Loki? So they haven't shown a trailer yet or anything, and they announced season two was in filming. I think the biggest thing that was uh, announced from Loki season two is that it's it's a continuation from season one. It's going to pick up right where season one ends. So there's not going to be any time gap in between, which I think is kind of interesting. It's like when he looks right at the king statue. Yeah. So it's, that's exactly it is. My understanding is it's going to pick up right after he comes back and realizes things have changed and he's looked at, you know, the Kang statue and, and then we're going to pick up right from there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards, I think that Sylvie's going to be more of a villain this time. That would be interesting. I, you know, it's hard to, I, I need to go back and rewatch like the last couple episodes just to refresh myself on it. Um, I'm really looking forward to them having Kang as, uh, I don't know if I want to call him a villain. I guess he'll start out as a villain. Um, but Kang as a character in the MCU, I think he, he can add a lot and he's going to open a lot of doors for um, different storytelling and, and, you hate to say course correction on things that didn't quite work out, 
but the Kang character is a way that they can over like overwrite some mistakes they've made or maybe overwrite some things that people didn't like. Um, Kang, Kang opens the door for a lot of different stories to tell. Now, that's interesting that you say that. What do you think one of their biggest corrections would be if you had to, do you know of one off the top of your head that you could see them potentially fixing? I don't know. Um, basically, I think it'll open the door down the road for them to reintroduce characters with maybe different actors or reintroduce mm. characters that they've written out or reintroduce characters that maybe they didn't like how they came across like um not saying iron fist but like that like how the iron fist that was in um netflix really doesn't work for us <laughs> right you know not saying that they're gonna go back into that character but just that's an example of of something that maybe just didn't work or the fact that okay captain america you know chris evans is now you know not captain america he's old and the actor is maybe not interested in keeping that role going you know having the kane character um it can open up time travel it can open up just them doing all kinds of different things and maybe eventually using a different actor for that character you know it's to me it's just a way to um open the door for storytelling so and that you know talking about opening the door and you know you can correct things and jump around and you know do what they need to do that's one of the biggest takeaways from the announcements too was that everything up till this point has been the part of the infinity saga. And now moving forward, we're going to have the multiverse saga. Yeah. So. And it's, it's kind of crazy to look back at all those movies, you know, in phase one, phase two and phase three. And like, to think that they were building that whole time, whether it was a, a big chapter or a small chapter, like those were all building towards end game. Mm -hmm. um, and now we're already, you know, we're already, you know, whatever done with phase four, you know, we're looking at phase five and phase six in this multiverse saga. Um, and, and all these pieces, you know, whether big or small are playing into what's eventually going to be secret wars or however they decide to end it. Yeah. I, so phase four is part of the multiverse saga, right? right. It would have to be with the Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, I know phase I, four... it, it, you look at it now and it's just introducing, introducing a lot of the characters that we weren't familiar with that maybe will play a big role. Maybe will play a small role in the, you know, in the multiverse. Um, you know, you're getting the new Captain America, you know, with Falcon transitioning from Falcon into Captain America. Um, you're getting the introduction of the Eternals who, you know, maybe won't play a huge role in it, but are at least going to play some role in it. Um, you're getting, uh, you're getting Loki and the, um, the TVA introduced. They're going to play a role. You're getting Kang introduced. Um, obviously you're getting Wanda as a huge character. Um, you're just getting a lot of the groundwork, you know, laid for that. Yeah, and I I mean, hopefully, you know, Vision will come back too, because where's that guy been? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I almost expected to see him in the Doctor Strange movie, but he wasn't in it. In that movie too. I'm surprised yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. Or and like I don't know. Have you guys watched Doctor Strange again since like the first time you watched it? Yes. Yes. 
I'm I'm on that fence. Like I think it's much better the second time than it was the first time. I agree. Yeah, I'm down with that. There's so many things that you like just miss when you're in the theater. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job with that movie and and everything that they did with it. But I think the only the only bitch I have about that movie is what you mentioned just a minute ago that it was odd we didn't see Vision at all. Like all those different universes that Wanda was jumping around to find her happiness, you know, with her children. And none of those was vision part of it. Yeah, she was, was just trying to get the kids. Or was he just like out getting milk? The end, you know, like for every one of them, he was out, you know, getting ice cream. It could be. Yeah. Or he just, he, he left. He didn't, yeah. he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> she didn't want him. She just wanted the kids. I mean, like kills them in every universe. <laughs> Thanos kills him in every universe. Yeah. I guess so. That was one of the coolest parts of that movie, I think, was when they showed showed, you know, Thanos dead laying on the ground. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm uh I'm pretty excited about a lot of this stuff though. The Captain America was definitely a big one that I was a fan of. It's nice to see that we're gonna get some more crossover between the Disney Plus shows and the movies now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that I'm hearing too, and I know they've said it with different projects, and they I, they may have even said it with Doctor Strange and how they promote it, and they're like, oh, it's going to have you know massive consequences for the multiverse or whatever. But they're saying that about Ant Man now, the Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. They're saying that what happens in Ant Man is going to play a crucial part of the stories that we're going to see after it. So they said that was str- uh, Doctor Strange too, but I feel like Doctor Strange didn't really make. I mean, they did a lot in that, but they didn't make like, a huge impact. Doctor Strange the ability to jump multiverses. Right. I think that was the big takeaway. I think that was the the sole purpose of um, both Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, is just to introduce that, okay, number one, there's alternate versions of, you know, every character that you could think of. There's alternate versions in varying different shapes, sizes, and appearances. Um, you know, that's what Spider-Man did. And then Dr. Strange just opened the door that there's all these different universes where anything can, could, and did happen. So like basically anything you can think of somewhere it's out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know something I do want to talk about too, is that they revealed a trailer for black Panther. What are, your, what are your guys' opinions on what they're Black Panther, like with Namor and whoever the new Black Panther might be? I thought it looked really good. Again, you know, they give you nothing but good stuff in trailers, so it's, it's just to get you hyped up. But um, I thought the, the Black Panther trailer looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that they're bringing Namor in. I hope that they have him as a villain and it appears that he is. Um, I hope it's not just a one-off that he's the bad guy in that movie. And then by the end, like they're buddy buddies, like I want Namor to be a bad guy, like long-term, like, you know, give him give him phase five and phase six and then bring him into the fold at the end of, of phase six as a good guy. But Namor, you know, Namor is meant to be kind of an asshole. Like he's arrogant. He's, um, you know, he, he rules half of the world and he thinks that he should rule the whole world. Um, and I hope they keep that. I hope they keep that character going as a bad guy and not wuss him out as a good guy too soon. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's always it's tough to tell what they're going to do with that. Now, do you guys I feel like that? Do you think that Surrey is going to be the new Black Panther? I think it's going to be Killmonger. Maybe. You think it'll be Killmonger? Killmonger from a different universe? Yeah. I feel like what we're going to see, and I, I read this somewhere, that what could happen at the end of Black Panther, because remember the big point that he makes at the end of the first film is like, didn't he say he wanted to be like put in the sea, like buried in the sea? He said something like that. So what if Namor comes across him and like resurrects him? Uh, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting. What about what about Mbaku? I think he could be. That would be cool too. I like him a lot. And he, yeah, I do too. Prominently featured, so you know it is a possibility. And that was one that they were kind of like enemies at the beginning, but then became friends. Mm-hmm. And I could see him maybe taking over. And he seems like in all the press he's done and all the appearances he's done, he's like, he's on board, you know, he's on board with the MCU. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he would be a good choice, but that's an interesting theory that Brody brought up about Killmonger. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. They did show uh, the brief clip in there of Ironheart, too. Yes, and she's in the cast of... Um, Wakanda forever too. Yep. Yeah, because she's on, and then you seen I've seen the side by side pictures of her, you know, hammering something, and then Robert Downey Jr.'s, you know, in the cave hammering something. Mm-hmm. You know, the similarities between her and Iron Man. So I don't know. That'll be a good one. That November. Yeah, and I believe it's the end of Phase Four. The last movie of Phase Four. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. The last thing for Phase Four. Period. Right. Right. Besides and then, She-Hulk. yeah, She Hulk. When's that come out? Like, I think before. Yeah, She Hulk looks pretty good. You know, She Hulk got so much bad PR from like the uh, the first trailer that they released because the CGI was like just horrible. But I think they've gone back and they've corrected a lot of that. And now some of the things that they're releasing from that series make it look good. Um, did you guys uh, nines and and buckets? Did you guys call that eight hundred number? <laughs> I did as well. <laughs> a bunch of my friends it was so funny it's it was pretty good because i just keep i was like scrolling along and i saw it and i was like huh i wonder if this works and so i dialed it and then sure enough it came in that, that funny. Like, now for office. Give our nerds and beer fans that are not aware um cash do you still have that number that you can you can list on the show for anybody that's interested in this um let me find it here real quick Give so if, if, if you haven't done this yet um, it's a 1-800 number, um, so it's toll-free. You're not going to get charged. Um, it's a number that you can and should call for some uh, pretty awesome marketing by Marvel. Um, to Just call and check it out, and it's related to uh, She-Hulk. <laughs> it is, and I'm trying to find the post right now, too, because... You sent it to me in a text, so if you go through our old texts, you might be able to find it. Oh yeah, here it is. So it's uh, if you call one eight seven seven She Hulk. That doesn't. <laughs> so one eight seven seven She Hulk, which would be the equivalent of eight seven 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 four three four eight. Five five. 
<laughs> I had to look at the keypad for the letters. <laughs> but yeah, if you call that, you'll get a nice uh, recording there. Yeah, listen to it all the way through. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so the, the second trailer, I do agree for She-Hulk looked a lot better than the first one. The first one was, I don't know, it was not great. I think the funny thing about the She-Hulk show now, though, is that it's got a lot of people saying, or they're starting to say, that uh, that Marvel is doing uh, the Hulk dirty. Because all these people and these characters are getting their own movies and their own spinoffs and things like that. And poor Hulk still doesn't have a new movie yet. Well, Marvel can't do anything with the Hulk because Universal still owns the rights. So, oh, does do they? Yeah, so they can't do a Hulk, a Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo. Well, I think what it's eventually going to lead to, uh, first of all, I'll definitely agree. The second trailer for She-Hulk definitely makes it look better than the first trailer. I think the first trailer, they were still working on the CGI. Um, and by the second trailer, they had tweaked the CGI enough. And then they, they did the deed of having her in scenes with the real Hulk. And I think people seeing that the CGI and the, the two of them is is closely related, it makes her look more believable if she's in a scene with the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two of them together makes it more believable. Um, but as far as the, like the Hulk character, I think down the road we're going to see, um, and there's been rumors about it, um, either a World War Hulk movie, like a feature movie, or a World War Hulk Disney Plus series. And I bet we're going to see that. Um, I would think we won't see it to like a phase seven, but I think down the road we're going to see that. And if you're not familiar with the comics, it's pretty badass. Um, and that will, if they go that route, um, that's, I mean, anybody that thinks Mark Ruffalo is getting um, not his just dues, uh, he, he will definitely get it in that movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because like, be ex- Hulk we have now is funny. You know, he's the smart Hulk that's strong, but he's under control. Um, And that's not what we'll eventually get. You know, that version of the Hulk doesn't last that long in the comics. Um, We get we get back to the the crazy Hulk or the out of control Hulk a lot quicker in the comics. Which is good because I think that's what everybody wants. Yeah, where he's almost as much of a threat as he is, you know, uh, a positive yeah for sure uh thoughts on the announcement for the thunderbolts Ooh, thank you for reminding me of that i am i i know it's a long ways off but that's going to be great so for our nerds and beer listener uh listeners why don't you give a recap of who the thunderbolts or who you think the thunderbolts will be the primary uh, members of it Oh, gosh, I don't know what way they're going to go. There's so many versions and so many characters that they could use. Um, the The Thunderbolts are basically like the Marvel version of the Suicide Squad. They're villains um, that, for one reason or another, end up doing good. Like, whether they are forced by the government to do it or employed by the government to do it um, for whatever reasons, or they do it on their own volition. Um, it's basically bad guys um, doing good things. Um, like the, the anti-hero. Yeah, and it's so good. Like That's one of the things that works really well for Suicide Squad, and it works even better for Thunderbolts. Um, I hope, and it's a character we've barely seen in the MCU proper, I hope that they somehow get Norman Osborn you know, from the Spider-Man series 
as part of that and as the lead. Um, whether they do, I don't know, just because they haven't done the character development yet for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm betting that the stuff that we've seen behind the scenes, um, like in the the Falcon Winter Soldier series, with that, you know, her recruiting. Um, oh God, what's her name? Uh, Natasha's sister. Oh, uh, Elena. Elena. With I, I think that she's. I would love to see her rolled into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is where we're going with that storyline is them building their their Thunderbolts team. Um, and I hope that's the way they go. Yeah, I think you'll see. I mean, I, I think a lot of people think John Walker will be part of it. Yep. Um, Baron Zemo. Yep. Uh, Elena. And I'm kind of hoping, even though he's passed away, and if they bring him, you know, recast the role, but I'm hoping that we're going to get like a Red Hulk. Yeah. That, the thun- like Thunderbolt Ross. Mm. Yeah, Ross. Because unfortunately, William Hurt, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he passed away, so they'd have to recast it. Mm. Um, but I think that that would be a go to. Oh, for sure. And, oh, and that and that's that leads to the other one too. Is that Abomination might yeah. be in it too because uh, Tim Roth is going to be in She Hulk as well as the Abomination. Mm-hmm. I think, like you said, John Walker will be a, a a fairly central character, and whatever I can do to get more Yelena, I'm down with. <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah, are you kind of bummed that they're not going to do a Hawkeye season two, or at least that's what they're saying? I mean, I'd like to see a season two, but there's nothing that says that they can't just use those characters in other projects. Like, true, Clint Barton can be in any number of things, um, you know, and and Kate Bishop can be in any any number of other things too. So, I would love to see a season two, but just because they're not going to be in their own series doesn't mean that we're not going to see them in other projects. So, mm-hmm. it's it's okay. Uh, thoughts on? Do you guys have any thoughts on Echo? announcement of echo um i'm cool with it just because it's more of that kind of street level stuff that we get in daredevil that's you know for me it's pretty enjoyable um i think it'll be worthwhile just because they'll probably use a lot of those daredevil characters um one thing i'll jump back to thunderbolts really quick um and we'll get nines and buckets thoughts on this there was i posted on the nerds and beer site a couple days ago um the leak that sadie Singh from Stranger Things yes, has been cast okay. as Songbird, um, one of the central Thunderbolts from the comics. Um, what do you guys think of her joining the MCU? Yes, she is so good. I love Sadie Singh. I don't know much about the character that she's going to play, but I think she'll do a good job no matter what. Yeah, for sure. I haven't heard that yet. I mean, I I think I... Maybe I have heard that. Uh, and Nines and Buckets on the Stranger Things front. Okay, you could list the whole cast, I know, if you wanted to. But if you each could pick one Stranger Things character to throw into an MCU role, who would you pick? Like a character or an actor? An actor. Mm. Who do you want to see from Stranger Things? Because there's so many of those actors are like the teenage age that are going to be perfect to throw into, you know, either that the X-Men roles or there's a ton of new characters that they're going to be developing. Who do you want to see? stolen from that series mm, if i had to pick like one of the teenagers it'd probably be like caleb i think caleb caleb yeah caleb would do really good which one's caleb he's the one that Lucas. plays Lucas. oh okay yeah or finn wolfhard 
Yeah. I feel like he could. He plays a lot of serious roles like that. That's true. I like Caleb better. But I think Caleb. <laughs> no. I thought you'd both go with Steve Harrington. I yeah. thought we were talking about one yeah. of the teenagers. We were going to say that, but. Yeah, he's like 30. I was going to say Joseph Quinn, though, too. I'm on the boat for Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah. She's. Yeah, I think she would do good. I, I just think Caleb would do a really yeah. good job, too. I mean, we've already seen Hopper as the Red Guardian, so. Right, exactly. He did good, too. He was funny. There's a character that may show up in Thunderbolts, too, as the Red Guardian. Oh, Red right. Guardian, yeah. Or, like, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, before we uh, start our next segment, do you think we should take a quick break? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's take a quick break so we can, uh, you know, freshen up some drinks and get something to eat, and then uh, we'll come back and hit segment two. All right now, before we take our break, I do want to do something. I think we forgot in the last episode, but we have to do our Joey Tomasi shout out of the week or of the month or however long it's been since we've had an episode. So I'm going to do a little Ric Flair woo if anybody wants to participate. One, two, woo! Oh, I, <laughs> I was I was gonna try and cue it up on my soundboard here. It's running a little slow. But Joey, wherever you are, that woos for you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, we'll be back after these messages. If you're gonna be sarcastic, you should really warn people so there's no confusion. What? For instance, like I'm about to be sarcastic. Okay. Okay. You're not fat at all. See? Why are you all so obsessed with my physical appearance? Sarcasm? I haven't noticed you eating way more corn chips than any one human being should eat. And I'm not worried that you're going to die. But I, I am worried that you're going to die. Thanks. All right, we're back from the break, everybody. Thanks for uh, sticking with us here at Nerds and Beer. We want to, you know, just take this moment to say thank you. Go back and check out all our episodes, too, if you haven't listened to us. And- there's tons of good content so go check it out yeah if you haven't listened to us before what are you doing with your life exactly exactly i mean we're the ones doing the recording and i'm questioning what i'm doing with my life so (laughs) i'm not sure what the hell i'm doing with my (laughs) uh so when we last left you we were talking about uh some of the releases from the san diego comic-con uh, a few other things that we want to talk about with that. McClunky, what did you have? You wanted to talk about, uh, what was there, Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Yeah. That was that was announced. I mean, we knew that that was coming out, but they're giving some more details about it. Uh, one of the rumors I heard about it was that uh, apparently James Gunn is saying that this will be the last movie that will see the current uh, roster of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. That and, things will kind of switch up. I think that's a... I don't want to say a good idea because, you know, we love those characters, but it's kind of like the Avengers, the guardians. It's okay for them to evolve a little bit. Like if we get, you know, a new this or a new that, um, did you watch the actual, like the guardians panel that they have where they brought out the cast? I did not. (laughs) They brought out, um, what I, I mean, he's probably going to be the, the villain I would think in, in um guardians three but the high evolutionary oh yep yep you saw that guy come up that's gonna be intriguing new villain yeah i that brody seems to think that james gunn say that the significant character is going to be killed off 
he said that somebody significant is going to be killed off. So it, with just hearing that, any thoughts on who I mean, Brody thinks that it's going to be? I think it's going to be Drax. Or... Drax? Yeah, I'm on board yeah. with that. I, w- I was thinking that before you said um, what McClunky thinks. But I think offing Drax would make the most sense. Um, y- you know, I agree. You, you hate to say a character's expendable. But with Thanos dead, um, it kind of, it you know, his his mission is complete. Like, that was his big goal in life was to get vengeance for his family. And he's achieved that. So, like, his story arc is, is complete. Yeah, and he could go out, you know, sacrificing himself or something to, to save his new family. And I, okay, this makes me sound like a bad... I like the character tracks. Like I like what they've done with it. I hate Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think he's even said in past interviews that like the the upkeep for just that role and like you know staying in the shape that he does and the makeup alone and everything like it makes it sound like he was kind of done doing that as well. You know? Yeah, he's an odd duck. Like even back when he was a wrestler, he's an he's an odd odd fellow. <laughs> I know that he's been petitioning for a while to fight Bane. Oh, and Batman. Yeah. He'd probably be a decent Bane. Yeah, I hope they do it with like Pattinson's universe or something. You know what I really hope Dave Batista plays next? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say play dead. <laughs> I mean, I like what he did with the character. Like, he was funny. He did a really, he did a good job of the character, so I'll give the guy that, but yeah, it's 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 time. I you know, as a wrestling fan for decades, I have a hard time seeing them as legitimate actors. <laughs> Cuz oh, yeah, they're just not. No, if you've, watch, if you've ever watched Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan, it'll <laughs> in wrestlers forever as actors. I did watch that. <laughs> it's, such a- <laughs> it's really bad. But that was also made, like, what, back in the 80s? Yeah. So, I mean, movies in general back then weren't the greatest. No, they were pretty terrible. So. Um, what else? What else do we got coming? What else yeah, was that so. Comic-Con, McClunky, that we want to talk about? Uh, they, for the animation projects, revealed, like, the first rated R MCU property. Ah, come closer to the mic. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Talk into the microphone. <laughs> and then he whispers. Yo. Uh, yeah, they showed off like the Marvel Zombies stuff, which is supposed to be like after that What If episode. Oh, it's going to pick up from the What If ep- episode? Yeah, so Captain cut in two because, you know, they threw the shield at him. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's going to be rated R. Yeah. Now yeah. that's going to be a whole separate series, or is that going to be part of the What If season two that we're getting? Separate series. Isn't Elizabeth Olsen signed on to do the voice of Wanda for that, too? I believe so, yes. That'd be cool. When's that supposed to come out? I have no clue. <laughs> and that's going to be Disney Plus? Yeah. Wow. And Disney Plus, talking about R-rated stuff, um, we may have covered this in the last episode, but they've added um, substantial R-rated content. Like, Logan is on there now, um, both Deadpools, <laughs> which yeah, Deadpool is about as far as you can push an R rating. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we started to watch that the first Deadpool the other day because McClunky hadn't seen him yet. And I was like, all right, we're gonna watch it. So we started it and then 
he went and played video games with his friends or whatever. And he I sat there and I watched. In Deadpool? Well, his friends wanted to play and they were only available then. So he's like, I'll watch it later. So he left and I kept watching. And I was like, wow, this is really risky. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the first one. The first one I think is worse than the second one. That's so true. Uh, Buckets has not watched either of the Deadpools yet either. Um, we keep trying to set a date um, for some of Nines' friends to come over and watch Deadpool because they have not seen it either. Watch Deadpool with Buckets, um, and we just haven't made it work yet. But those movies are so great. <laughs> they're hilarious, but man, they're so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I should be watching this. <laughs> and uh, Logan, too. Like, Logan doesn't have, like, all the sexual stuff in it and as much swearing as Deadpool. But Logan is so violent. Like, yeah. that's a that's a pretty good one, too. Uh, yeah. Shout out to one of our listeners, um, Emily Tomasi, mother of the, uh, the famous Joey Tomasi. Um, Emily gets some huge brownie points because she put Logan on at our place of employment, which I will not mention. Um, <laughs> but she put it on at work the other day. I'm like, this is the best movie we've ever watched at work. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's such a good movie. And and I must say, it was well liked by the clientele. That is so true. <laughs> and Logan's such a nice, like almost like a one-off movie, you know, because it takes place so much later than all the other X-Men movies, and you don't really need to like be invested in any of those mm-hmm. so it's just a nice one-off that it's you know, a, is extremely it's violent chapter yeah yeah there you go yeah i think that's a good one we should watch that mcclunky i want to know your guys' thoughts on where um they also revealed spider-man freshman year yeah where if that is canon to tom holland's peter parker or if this is a new peter parker it, i think it's i think it's gonna be new now that's not is that animated or is that live action? Uh animated. Um gosh, I don't know. I mean they could go either way with it. Do you think since it's animated that it'll be um continuing the Miles Morales story from Spider-Verse? I have my own theory on whether or not this might introduce the MCU Miles. Mm. I would be okay with that. that would be cool. I I don't think if it's animated, I don't think it's going to continue Tom Holland's. Like, I think whatever we see of Tom Holland's is probably going to be live action. Right. Um, I would love it to be. I mean, I think it'd be cool either way. I would love for it to be Miles Morales, like more of Miles. And that would almost buy them more time if they did an animated continuation or an animated um you know, extension of what we've seen of Miles already. It would be a way for them to tell more of his story without having to commit them to a live action actor yet. So they could give us more of them without, you know, okay, this guy is our Miles. What I, what I think they're going with this is like, if you think back to like the ultimate comic Spider-Man, like you have the main and then the ultimate, I think freshman year is going to be the equivalent of like the ultimate Spider-Man. That'd be cool. I'm down. I'm down with anything. Like if they, however they want to continue that Miles storyline, I'm down with. Because I thought Spider Spider Verse was so well done. Um, if they can keep that going, it, it's worthwhile. 
Yeah. I don't think they they never officially revealed Miles. No. But they showed Norman and Harry. And uh, my theory fits in with, like, the, at the end of the show, whenever they might end whatever season, they're going to kill off Peter and then introduce Miles. Hmm. And then they do, like... it. Don't in the Secret Wars, I don't know if it's the first Secret Wars, but don't they later combine the Ultimate Universe somehow with the main 616? Um, there's been, oh, to my knowledge, I mean, when I think Secret Wars, I think of the like early 80s, the original two Secret Wars that happened in the 80s. Um, and then they did uh, one later in the 2000s um, where it does combine, you know, the Ultimates and the, and the regular universe. Um, it very well could be a, a smush of those two. I feel like that's what they might do with this. It's freshman year introduces us maybe to like kind of like an ultimate universe almost. Mm-hmm. And then they, um, in the Secret Wars movie, combine that universe with the main MCU. And then we have Miles in the MCU instead of having to pull the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're on the right track there that that's what'll happen with Secret Wars, whether it's whether it's, you know, Spider-Man or whether it's, you know, different X-Men characters or maybe a different Iron Man or something like that. I do think Secret Wars is going to be a way for them to um, bring in different versions of characters that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Speaking of animated projects, not the shift from um, Spider-Man, but I'm going to switch it to everybody's favorite little tree. I Am Groot comes out August 10. I Am Groot. I Am Groot. You watch your filthy mouth. <laughs> I Am Groot. <laughs> have you guys watched the trailer for that? Um, I have not, but I've read a little bit, um, and it's it, it sounds like it's going to be pretty funny. It takes place between... Um, it's after Guardians 2, right? But yeah, because he's still little. Yeah. But it's before Infinity War, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So Gamora's in it? I, I think the time frame is like pre-Infinity War. It's like oh. the, isn't it? It's like the kind of adolescent Groot, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very young Groot. And it's, I, when I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be uh, animated like like cartoon like 2d cartoon type stories because they're all shorts mm-hmm. um but based on the trailer it looks like it's just gonna be cgi kind of stuff like right like 3d yeah so that's kind of cool but yeah i don't i don't remember how many episodes it's gonna be either do you isn't it like six or something like yeah that? now we're getting a lot of the voice actors like the real actors doing the voice right yeah, Bradley Cooper signed on for it. Yeah, and I think it is Vin Diesel still for Groot, which has to be like the easiest freaking job ever. Okay, now, not to put a negative spin on something that I think is going to be a positive, but if there's one person that can make me appreciate Dave Batista, that one person that will make me appreciate him is Vin Diesel. What? <laughs> uh, who... Who do you dislike more, Vin Diesel or Billie Eilish? Oh my god! I am not familiar with Billie Eilish at all, other than she reminds me of Razor Ramon, which we talked about off camera. Um, <laughs> nines, nines. Not, not this again. Okay, now nines. I hope who, this, 
alienate me from any of our audience. I'm sorry. But I just, Vin Diesel, I'm not into those Fast and the Furious movies. I can't do it. So, and every time I see Vin Diesel, that's all I can think about. Here's a, here's a little, uh, little spoiler for you here. Um, I haven't watched any of the Fast and Furious movies. I've only seen the first two. You say you only seen the first 62? Yeah. Yeah, there's like 80 of those. (laughs) You know what the Fast and the Furious makes me think of? What? People up here that don't know how to drive around the roundabout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Nines. What? Who do you dislike more, Vin Diesel or Billie Eilish? Vin Diesel. I don't think you like Billie Eilish, do you? No. I don't know why he's asking me that. What do you have against her? (laughs) (laughs) Craig, who do you like? Who do you like less? Billie Eilish? Or or... Ariana Grande? (laughs) Oh, that's not where I was going. Oh, that's a good one. Or Tim Burton. Tim, why do you hate Tim Burton? Because I hate his movies. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it have to be so dark? And what? What year? What year is Batman in? Because he's got all this technology, but all the call cars are like like olden car cars. Yeah, that's you know, as good that first Tim Burton Batman movie is. There's so much about it that just make me go ugh. <laughs> okay, his other movies are good though. Like what? Like Edward Scissorhands. Nah. <laughs> Yes. Edward Scissorhands is a decent flick. It's a little weird, but... Coraline. Have you seen that? Oh. Yeah, no. Oh, there was a distinct (laughs) reaction from McClunky in the background. (laughs) McClunky is not a fan of Coraline. What? Now, I like... um, Didn't he do... It's got Johnny Depp in it, so the chances are pretty... Oh, imagine that. The... Oh, my God. (laughs) The... um, Hey, Tim Burton, how about you get original with your casting for once, guy? I like the Alice in Wonderland that Tim Burton did. Me too. Craig is so hateful. I hate this. I hate that person. I hate this. Guy. He doesn't hate Dave Batista. I hate Dave. That's Batista. true. You're hateful too. <laughs> Just spread some love. To go back to your original question about <laughs> Billie Eilish or Ariana Grande, I would have to say that I probably dislike them the same what i like ariana grande i think it's because we watched sam and cat when you guys were younger that show was funny it was funny oh see i didn't watch any of that (laughs) the one thing that makes me go uh about ariana grande is the fact that she dated pete davidson (laughs) yeah i love pete davidson but he is ugly and he's dating the kardashian now so i can't wait to see how messed up he becomes yeah pete like (laughs) Of course, he's from Staten Island, so I mean, shout out to Staten Island. There you go. I mean, you see, you seen what the Kanye. That's so true. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) I think Kanye was messed up before. Yeah, that's true. So, anyways, I digress. Okay, so I am, I am Groot. When does that uh, that hits us soon, right? Yeah, August tenth is the release date. So nine Shit. days from now. Mm-hmm. Good yep. day. 
So, and I don't know, is that going to be a one a week thing or are they just going to release them all at once because they're just shorts? I bet they'll give it to us all at once, kind of like they did with the Star Wars Visions. Oh, yeah, yeah. What else do we got coming the, that's like August, September from Comic-Con? What do we got, Brody? Brody's currently looking at boxer shorts that have Kanye's face on them. Oh, Brody, that's disturbing. No. It's okay. Uh, Nines, when she was uh, designing her WWE character, put the Rock's face on her butt. No, I put it on my boot. Oh. I didn't put it on my butt. Don't worry. I was thinking about it, though. But it's on my boot. That's cool. um, so I think coming up, all we got in August is I Am Groot, and then She-Hulk is the next big thing, I think. I'm excited for She-Hulk. I know a lot of people are down on it, but I think that looks cool. Any idea how many episodes that's going to be? Anybody know? Um, like the usual nine. Eight? Eight. I don't know. Let me look it up really quick. And then we got Andor that's coming out in September. How many? Is that a lot of episodes? Huh? Isn't Andor like 16 episodes or something? I think yeah. it's going to be like 12, isn't it? It's something crazy. Yeah, I think that's it's... a lot for a Disney Plus series. She like, Hulk has nine. Nine that's episodes. Actually a lot too. Yeah, it's nine episodes. Hey. She Hulk. Yeah, Andor September twenty first, and then we've got uh, what is it? The Bad Batch. Yep. Yeah. What was nine? Twenty eight. Is there How many episodes is that supposed to be? No, I don't think so. No one here likes Bad Batch at all. Besides me. Okay, Nines, you are contractually obligated to do your Omega impression now because we're talking about Bad Badge. Hunter, Wrecker, Tick, Echo, and Crosshair. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're all looking at our phones trying to figure out what else is coming out. Yeah. I'm not. I'm ready for our first non-commercial commercial. You ready? Yep. Here goes. <sighs> Nothing quenches me better during during an episode of nids and via than a nice diet coke not quench what what's wrong with the word quench, quench. oh my gosh we should probably just be sponsored by diet coke. we should be diet sponsored by diet coke because i've drank four of them while we've been recording <laughs> nothing gets me through an episode of nerds and beer more than a nice refreshing and moist drink like oh. diet coke don't use the word moist <laughs> 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 That's why I did it. Ooh. So, yeah, I don't think, uh, I think aside from Andor, the trailer just dropped today. We posted it on Nerds and Beer, so check that out because that show looks pretty sweet, too. Yeah. Um, McClunky, what did you think? Oh, that's right. You haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Taking body shots here and there during this episode. Yep. Yep. That's what we do. <laughs> one to the ribs, one to the gut, one to the chin, and he's out. So, to go back to your original question, nine, uh, I I thought about it some, and Tim Burton, I hate him more than the others. Oh, what's your opinions on Joel Schumacher? Oh, good job, McClunky. He's I was dead. there. What? I didn't hear him. It's back to an episode where Craig made fun of the dead director, Joel Schumacher. Oh my god! Right. In my defense, I didn't know he was dead. Sure, sure, you did. And guess what? Even though he is dead, I still don't like his movies. Oh. I'm just telling it like it is, guys. <laughs> All right. I've got nothing more to offer you. 
I think that's it probably. <laughs> we had a lot of bases. We had a lot of ground to cover though because we had a good long break. One of my coworkers um the other day, Amba, asked me, "Why haven't you guys put out a new episode lately?" And I said, "We're working on it." We're working on it. So and there funny. are people out there thirsting for our content. So we're 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 going to try to do a better job. <laughs> yes, we will. We'll try to make a, a better better schedule for this. Unfortunately, with like everything going on both sides of us, I, I feel like we you know do our best, but we get so busy. Well, summer's been kind of nuts. Like we've had a lot going on. Once uh once the kitties get back in school, life settles down a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Nines, when do you head back to school? Um, like the twenty fifth, maybe. I oh. haven't. Yeah. Well, it's coming up real soon. It is. A couple more weeks. I thought yeah. it was closer than that. That's good. Uh-uh. I'm cool with the 25th. Yeah. Something Are like you excited that. to go back? Yes and no. I don't really yeah. want the school work and whatnot, but I'm excited for track and that sort of thing. Now, this will be your second year, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we were talking before we got on the recording and trying to figure out and i'm like yeah i'm pretty sure it's only year two so you know time goes by so quick because just yeah like last week you were you know like a sophomore in high school so that is so true that's what it feels like anyway isn't it weird like you think before covid ruined the world like that was your the end of your sophomore year going into your junior year year, right junior year year. it's wild it's wild it is. It really is. But see, when you get back to school, you won't be working 40 plus hours a week like you are now. That's so true. This is true. Ugh. Yeah. That's Ugh. Not- <laughs> <laughs> the real. Yeah. Oh, it's really? fuck. Adulting is not fun. It is not. No way. Don't grow up. That's the moral of the story. Nope. All right. Well, let's put a cap on this bad boy. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to our latest episode. Um, like I said, when we came back from the break, make sure you go back to or on Anchor, the app. Uh, all our previous episodes are on there. So, yeah, the content might be a little outdated at this point, but it's still hilarious. Yeah, we're funny. I mean, the, we're, we're funnier than anything that's actually factually related. So true. Yes. And, you know, people can listen to us and enjoy us. Enjoy mm-hmm. us, even though, you know, I have a massive hatred for Tim Burton. Oh, Go Tim Burton. Go. If people, if people in this world might hate you for that. They, they might. And that's okay. <laughs> because I like who I am. Yeah. There you are. <laughs> All right. Well, I got nothing else to offer you. you no, from, uh, from, you fellas. from our Nerds and Beer family to all of our fans, thank you for listening. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. That was weird. <laughs> that was good. Uh, like, were you quoting something? Yeah, it's from the Truman Show. Oh, oh. Well, I was going to say, it sounds like uh, like a, the end of a news report or something. Uh, I like our normal clothes where it's like, stay nerdy. That's better. What is it? Stay classy, San Diego? What is it? Yeah, he says, stay classy, yeah. San Diego. <laughs> oh, yourself, Brody, do you have anything to say in closing, or is he eating a sandwich? No. Not eating right now. No. What do you get to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No wiser words have been spoken. <laughs> oh, you just dribbled all over yourself. You got a little hole in your chin. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, peace out, everyone. Stay nerdy. Yeah. I hate goodbyes. <laughs>